On today's Locked On Texan podcast, we hear from Lovey Smith as the Houston Texans voluntary workouts kick off on Monday. What did he have to say about the cornerback position? Boy, this may stir up some draft complications for some of y'all mock drafts. We're going to talk about that in its totality for today's Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texan podcast. Cody, kick off the show with the countdown. are Locked On Texans, your daily Houston Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome everybody to a Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texans podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm John Hickman, joined by... Listen... <laughs> I'm joined by Sports Illustrated's own Cody Davis. But if you guys get an opportunity, before we talk about the Houston Texans, the Rockets season ended a couple days ago. And I guess with the Rockets being, you know, one of the greatest franchises in the world, you know, I love them so much. They Mm -hmm. opened up their court to the Houston Rockets reporters. Some of you guys may know JT Gallon over at the Locked On Rockets. Of course, you know Cody Davis here with the Locked On Texans. Shout out to the Locked On Network. Uh, Brian Barefield, Big Sarge, he was a part of that. Kelly was a part of that as well. So they opened uh-huh. up the, the, the gym for a nice three-on-three. Now I want y'all to go to follow me on Twitter, by the way, John underscore Hickman 12. Scroll through, and I added, I mentioned Cody oh, in the video. My God. I'm, I'm, I'm ashamed to do the show today. Cody, can you explain really briefly before we talk about the Houston Texans? Can you explain your moves? What was going through your head? I'm, I'm going to interview you, Cody Davis, uh, doing that minute and 12 second clip. What was mm-hmm. going through your mind? Um, to run the point guard like Steve Francis in 2003. That's what I had in my mind. You know, Steve Francis, my second favorite rocket of all time, you know. It just didn't work out. And this is why I'm talking to you here on Locked On Texans. And I'm not one of the guys who did their exit interview with the Houston Rockets on yesterday. I, I just ain't got it no more, John. This is why I retired. I you what, if, if you was the franchise, then that would have been in run and not Steve Francis because that was terrible. But let's talk about some Houston Texans today mm-hmm. and kick off the show in a fun manner. You guys know how we do. Before we dive into what's going on right now with this team ahead of the NFL draft, Cody, you have an amazing audio clip from head coach Levy Smith. Let's go ahead and play that for the listeners, and let's dive into what's going on with this secondary. Well, I mean, we're looking at the roster right now, and you see who we have there. And um, you also see the, our play at the cornerback position. Uh, our, our play at the cornerback position last year was not good enough. It's as simple as that. Um, if we brought somebody back, we have faith in them. We think that they can fit into the mix some kind of way. But uh, as a position, we'll continue to look to improve. We can't play the type of football that we want to play until we get better at the cornerback position. I will say that. 
That was Houston Texans head coach Lovey Smith talking about improving the Houston Texans cornerback position. And John, you can let me know if you agree or disagree with this statement. But to me, especially being what? 17 16 days away from the nfl draft it seems like the houston texans are going to target one of the top two cornerbacks with their first pick during the 2022 nfl draft whether that be Derek stingley or amal sauce Gardner. and it's very interesting to note that lovey smith is talking about improving the texans cornerback position coming off a day on sunday afternoon they literally just finished hosting Stanley for a private workout in a private meeting. Yeah, no, I definitely believe that with the number three overall pick, Houston will be selecting a cornerback. And I've been on this train. I'm not going to, you know, pat myself on the back here, but I do believe that Amar Gardner is the player for Houston for multiple different reasons, but I'll stick to what he does on the field. He's a great man corner. And I actually had an opportunity Sunday to watch some more film over him. And the way that he the way that he uses his arms to kind of throw the receiver off their route, jam him a little bit. He has quick feet and great hips. He has all of the tools that you want out of a man corner. And then when he plays some zone, it seems like he's just as good or even better. So for Houston, They are looking at uh, the depth chart right now for Houston is Lonnie Johnson, Tavier Thomas, Tremont Smith, Desmond King Jr. Now, that's very underwhelming for a cornerback group, Hmm. and we get that. And I will go as far as saying that Houston may address bringing, uh, drafting two cornerbacks early in the draft and maybe one later in the draft as well. You definitely want to provide yourself with some depth and maybe some new talent that your head coach is actually drafting himself. And so that may be the case. But overall, when I listened to that clip, you know, he did mention that there were some players that he thought was good enough to bring back. And I immediately thought to Desmond King. I thought Desmond King had a very decent year for Houston, considering a a lot of the moving parts that he didn't have an opportunity to really control, right? Injuries, lackluster play him being moved inside, outside, inside, outside, the whole nine. But overall, I think Desmond King is a player that when you look at, re-signed for Houston for one year, $3.5 million, right? When you look at what he can do with talent on the outside of him, yes, he can occasionally go out there and play some outside corner and be very good at it. I don't think it's necessarily great for the success of Houston if he's primarily an outside corner. Hmm. But when Desmond King has some talent, around him where he's able to play his game come up in the box of time at that nickel cornerback then you know what he looks better and if he's looking looking better than the rest of the defense will look better so you know with that being said i think houston is ready to move desmond king primarily back at the slot cornerback for him to be playing nickel and then using that number three overall pick because a lot of you guys have been mentioning that the houston texans should trade back Listen, if you don't believe that your guy will be available for you if you trade back, because I think Carolina's picks at six, mm-hmm. uh, Falcons are at eight, eight. Mm-hmm. right? Uh, then maybe you look at the Steelers or other things. But if I'm Houston, that number 13 overall pick, you can call me about that one. Hmm. But with number three overall, 
they are in a position where they can right the wrong of drafting Kevin Johnson over Marcus Peters, of drafting a mobile mobile Koye over the likes of Darrell Revis and so many other NFL greats that came out in the 2007 draft. They got to get it right, Cody. And I definitely think that Sauce Gardner is the player. Yes, I'm advocating for him after Stingley's pro day. You know, I know his stock has originally dropped a little bit because of the suspicions, but he'll be back to where uh, a lot of people thought he'd be in terms of his where he'd be drafted. But Lovey Smith has kind of made it known that in order for my defense to work, and he's going to stick with his defense, mm-hmm. a defense that does not blitz a lot, a defense that likes to rush for and everybody else covers their ass off, then he will be going with a cornerback with the number three overall draft pick. Yeah, and I do want to mention this and piggyback off what you just said about Desmond King. The Houston Texans will actually have an opportunity to get the best version of him, John, to your point, by putting him back in that slot corner position. Look, Desmond King received all pro honors in 2018 as a slot corner. So that's just letting you know that, yes, last year he did exceed expectations a lot of us really didn't know what to expect from desmond king last year he was by far arguably the second best corner behind tavier thomas of course but with the texans finally putting themselves in a position to get some quality players that actually plays that actual position i honestly do believe that we're going to see a better version of this team come 2022 and by the way john i love the fact that lovey smith is putting a heavy emphasis on improving this texan secondary because this is a secondary ever since you and i have been covering this team it has not been good yeah and this secondary has had if I could wrap it up in one word, from the day that we took over, and we took over when Justin Reed was drafted, right? Yeah, no, the year after, which was March of 2019, the year they drafted Lonnie Johnson. Okay, so let's say this, man. To wrap it all up, inconsistency is what this defense has had at the secondary position. And I definitely want to go back to that Desmond King point 2021, he allowed the most yards ever in his career with 752 and the most touchdowns allowed with five touchdowns. So uh, as good of a decent year that he, that he had last season, hey, man, let's move him back to a position, like you said, when he's an all-pro candidate, uh, where mm-hmm. he's very comfortable and very effective at his job. Bet Online is your number one source for all of your betting stats and sports info. Listen, find all the latest sports developments, the league reviews and news, including this year's basketball playoffs and the start of the MLB season. Bet Online is your continued source for all of your sports wagering information from live betting, playoff, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about all of the trends in action because Bet Online is where the game starts. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now, for a big announcement starting Thursday, April 28th, tune into the Locked On NFL Draft live coverage of the 2022 NFL Draft with all three days of real-time analysis from our extensive lineup of experts and insiders. And for those of you dying to know who your team will take, catch the Odyssey app 
and Locked On's NFL Mock Draft special, hosted by Brian Peacock, excuse me, and former NFL scout Matt Williamson of the Peacock and Williamson NFL Show all week leading up to the first pick. Locked On NFL Draft Live can be caught on Locked On NFL Draft YouTube page. The Odyssey Mock NFL Mock Draft, you can find that on the Odyssey app or the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast feed. The Locked On NFL Draft Live will be April 28th, 7 p.m. Eastern Time, April 29th, 6.30 p.m. Eastern Time, and April 30th, 11 a.m. Eastern Time as well. Cody, we're going to continue the conversation surrounding Lovey Smith and the cornerback position. I definitely got to give you guys some information. Steven Nelson did have a visit with the Houston Texans in the last two seasons. He's allowed 12 touchdowns. 577 yards in 2021, 732 yards in 2020. I'm just going to give you guys a little bit of quick information about Nelson. Uh, and he is a player that Houston will be looking to boost their depth chart with. Now, speaking of the depth chart, Cody, that leads me over to who the Houston Texans have on this roster at this time. Now, I get it. Levy Smith is first year as defensive coordinator for this team. Did not necessarily like all of the production that they, he got out of the secondary last year at that cornerback position. He's already talked about it. When I look at this depth chart, again, we got to look at Lonnie Johnson Jr., Tavier Thomas, Desmond King, Tremont Smith, uh, and Jimmy Moreland as well. And they may have to, you know, they will be looking forward to shaking things up. But, Cody, I gave you guys the numbers on what Desmond King did last year. The most yards allowed in his career, 752, five touchdowns total, right? But we also got to look at Lonnie Johnson. <laughs> Tweet through it has been one of the most hated Texans since he was brought here in town. Um, but we talk about Titus Howard in the light of mismanagement all the time. He's not a guard. He's not a left tackle. He's he's this. He's that. He's, you know, all of the above. But we got to give that same energy to Lonnie Johnson as well. The last two games at safety for Johnson, he allowed 194 yards and one touchdown. To end the season at the cornerback position, 53 yards in three games, zero touchdowns, and 7.2 yards per catch. Now, we just had a conversation off air about whether or not Lonnie Johnson will be a part of this franchise moving forward. And one thing about the NFL is you're going to need guys to make up a whole roster of 53 men. And then you're going to need practice squads. And I don't think he's a player that Houston will bring on that practice squad. But if we're looking specifically at the depth chart alone, I think Lonnie Johnson is a player that needs a very good offseason and he needs a very good preseason to really tell this coaching staff uh, that he has a reason to be around. He needs to be here. I think he, he's a talent for Houston. And the one person that, that I believe can get it right is Levy Smith, working with Dino Vasso as well, the secondary cornerback coach. If there is one player on this roster I think might be under the most pressure just in this offseason alone, it's Lonnie Johnson. And, John, look, I'm rooting for Lonnie Johnson. I'm really hoping that things work out with this young man. He's an awesome guy to talk to off record. But I understand it that he has been mismanaged a lot since his arrival in 2019. But at the same time, John, 
there's a reason why we saw him go corner to safety back to corner so much over the last two seasons, especially last year. And I don't know if there is an opportunity for Lonnie Johnson here with this organization. And I say that because what we just talked about in the first segment, we talked about the possibility of them bringing in either Stingley or Gardner. If you bring one of those guys in, I do not see Lonnie Johnson being a starter corner for this organization. Now, look, I understand it. I get it. Maybe him and Tremont, not Tremont Smith, um, Tavier Thomas can probably battle out to be part of that starting corner on the opposite side. But Thomas was this team's best cornerback last year. Take it for what it is. As, as for Lonnie Johnson, he's just got too much going against him because not only has his play on the field has been inconsistent, but at the same time, he is not one of Nick Casario's guys. And it's unfortunate, but I, I would not be surprised if we get the depth chart when we get closer to to the 2022 season and he's no longer starting. I wouldn't be surprised either. Um, but in terms of and and I also want to mention, you know, <laughs> Nick Casario, he isn't afraid to let guys go as well. No, he's not. He's not. And when I look at a player like Lonnie Johnson, uh again, just very unfortunate how his NFL career has started off. Mm-hmm. But Starter or not, this is a team that has been through injury. The NFL is full of injuries, right? Injuries happen. And if there's an injury that happens with this franchise, and I think they're in a position where they really do want to compete. This is not a situation Mm -hmm. where a team that is purposely going to tank. I don't think that's the makeup and mold of Lovey Smith. If they're bad, they're just bad, right? But – you don't want to have a player that you're going to have to sign off the street instead of a player that you have on your bench who has occasionally played football for you that knows his assignments at least and knows what this cover two defense really wants to bring for Levy Smith. And so I say that to say this again with the number three overall pick. Yes, I believe it's going to be a cornerback. But when I look at what we just discussed with Desmond King, he's the best version of himself whenever he's playing slot corner. That does leave at this time when we look at who's on the roster, Alani Johnson versus a Tavier Thomas and a Tremont Smith. And if I'm Houston, uh, it's very important that these guys get a, a fair shake for this offseason, which I know they will. Uh, I think Levy Smith will be one of those coaches that even if it's the number three overall pick, you got to earn your spot. And they've talked about that before. But when we had that conversation last time, it was more so geared towards Davis Mills. You got to earn your spot on this team. You got to earn your role. And so for Lonnie Johnson, if he ever hears this, you know, you are in a position where I think he has a clean slate in a sense of they're going to move forward with who provides the best opportunity for them to win games. You got to go out there and play some football, man. Yeah, they do. But, John, this is another aspect of whether or not or how important Lonnie Johnson is going to be to the, for the Texans in 2022. He is also entering the final year of his rookie contract. And I do not see a situation where Nick Casario is going to extend him. I can definitely see Nick Casario moving forward saying, these are my guys that I want to roll with, especially if, if they get their hands on Stingley or Gardner. 
I, I hate to see it for Lonnie Johnson. Hopefully, if he's in a position where he move on, he still have a job in this league because the guy has shown some promise when he is treated fairly. But I, I just don't see it for Lonnie Johnson this year, man. I'm sorry. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Why choose to spend 30%, 50%, even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership? For an example, a Honda Odyssey fuel pump is $353 from a chain store. Compare that to $216 from Rock Auto. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer. They have everything you can need, brake parts, tail lights, motor oil, even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Right, Locked On Texans in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. With amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Thanks for making Locked On Texans your first listen every day. Now make your second listen, Locked On NFL Draft. Ryan Tracy and former NFL cornerback Eric Crocker bring the NFL Draft to life every day with insight and analysis on college football prospects and NFL front offices. It's free and available wherever you get your podcasts. And before we close out this Tuesday installment of Locked On Texans, John, we just spent the last two segments talking about the Houston Texans upgrading at the cornerback position. But at the same time, I'm starting to get a sense that outside of maybe getting lucky and drafting one of the top wide receivers in this year's draft, I do believe that we're going to see the Houston Texans go very defensive-minded in this draft, especially considering that not only do they need to upgrade at the cornerback position, but they also need to upgrade at safety as well. Now, we all know Justin Reed over the last four years gave this team some, some stability at that position. He's no longer here, and... Lovey Smith, I guess he was being nice, but he talked about how the Texans are going to move forward without Justin Reed no longer on this roster. And he shouted out Jonathan Owens, Terrence Brooks, and your boy, your favorite player, Eric Murray. Now, I don't want to sound mad, but there is no way in hell Lovey Smith believes that those three players are going to be the primary safeties for the Houston Texans in 2022. John, I don't know if it's going to come in the second or the third round, but I can also see the Texans drafting a safety in this year's draft. Yeah, absolutely. I think safety is a huge need of this franchise that we've overlooked, you know, honestly. So just to be, you know, keep it real here, but uh, the good thing about it is Houston's going to be able to find a safety in this draft. Mm -hmm. Like I think when you look at between the fourth and fifth round, uh, between third and the third round and the fifth round, you know, I think that's what Houston may really start looking at some of those improvements for this franchise on this for the roster, excuse me, that you know is needed, right? We look at running back, we look at safety. I think that this is also a time where Houston may be able to look at maybe another receiver or a tight end as well. So they're going to have their pick of the litter. And we got to honestly look out and see if they're going to trade that 13th overall pick uh, or what they're going to do moving forward. Maybe they want to acquire more picks in this year's draft. But if we're looking at solely based on what they have right now, I think between third and six is where – third and five, excuse me, 
is where Houston really gets uh, buckles down a little bit and go get those improvements for not just going with best player available, but for the roster. And, and I think that a perfect world draft for Houston would be Amar Gardner at three, Jermaine Johnson at 13, or mm. Amar Gardner at three and Zion Johnson at 13. And I think that will set the precedent for this draft. They're able to get that two combinations of players. I definitely want to give you guys a quick updates on free agents available. Just going to shout out a couple of names. Former uh, Texan Tyron Matthew. He's still available. Uh, offensive lineman J.C. Treader. He's available. Former Texan Dwayne Brown. He's available. No, no, that's not going to be a reunion <laughs> there. Uh, linebacker Melvin Ingram. He's available. Uh, Jarvis Landry is available. Bryce Callahan is available. Linebacker Anthony Barr is available. Melvin Gordon is available. Trey Flowers is available. Definitely want to look at that Trey Flowers because he he has a relationship, at least playing for the New England Patriots with Nick Serio and uh, Jack Easterby. Uh, Carlos Dunlap is available. Cornerback Chris Harris is available. We know him for his great years with the Denver Broncos. Jerry Hughes is available. Cornerback Kevin King is available. Landon Collins is available. Linebacker Jamie Collins is available. And cornerback Kyle Fuller is also available uh, at this time. I think after the Houston Texans go through their draft, what they'll do is kind of circle back around, see how much money that they have left to spend for free agents, and then maybe start picking up some of these uh, stragglers at free agents and you know kind of boost up their depth chart for the roster. I'm Johnson Sports Guy Hickman. Thank you guys for checking out this Tuesday edition of the Locked On Texan podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Texans. Make sure you go and subscribe to the YouTube page as well, Locked On Texans, and follow me on Twitter at John underscore Hickman 12. And as always, I'm your host, Cody Davis. Please remember to follow me on Twitter at Cody Davis underscore 24. Once again, that's Cody, C-O-T-Y-D-A-V-I-S underscore 24. Until next time, ladies and gentlemen, peace.